It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We welcome you to the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 206. Good to be with you. I am your host, Chris Russell. You can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621, at Russellmania621. As always, just a friendly warning. It is not just about the Redskins, my Twitter feed. It is my individual feed. So I do also uh, cover the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals on a regular basis, if not an everyday basis. So if you hate hockey, if you don't like the Capitals, if you only like the Redskins, I would advise you... In this particular case, as always, and you should follow both, to follow at Locked Redskins. At Locked Redskins. Just drop the on, at Locked Redskins on Twitter, which is just about the Redskins and an occasional big story in the NFL that might have an impact on the Redskins. So if you're just in this for just Redskins coverage at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter. Now, if you like the entire NFL, here's my suggestion. At Locked On NFL Net, at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. That's your main ticket. That gets your coverage of all 32 NFL teams from all of our podcast hosts and local experts at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. So away you go in that regard. So we have breaking news, or big news, I should say, uh, on the Washington Redskins. And that is, and I don't know how, (laughs) I don't know if this is just doing due diligence or if there's something legitimate here. I'll let you decide. I, I have my opinion. I have my opinion, which I'll get to. But you tell me. You can always email me, russellmania 9 at gmail.com, russellmania 9 at gmail.com, or again, tweet me at Locked Redskins or, or at russellmania621. Um, Kyler Murray expected 
to be the number one overall pick in the draft, expected to be the top quarterback in the draft, is visiting the Washington Redskins per Jordan Schultz of Yahoo Sports this upcoming Wednesday, April the 18th. Yeah, Kyler Murray, Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winner again. Everyone has had him ticketed to Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals. As a matter of fact, in our last episode, episode number 205, we talked about how uh, there was an interesting report from Adam Schefter that not only was Kyler Murray visiting Arizona, which certainly you would expect if you're going to draft a guy number one overall, of course you would want to visit the team facility, the team would want to have you uh, at its headquarters, so on and so forth, but also that his agent, his agent was also accompanying him on the visit. Now, Why that was kind of interesting is agents generally don't make those visits, pre-draft visits. Why would Eric Burkhart, Kyler Murray's agent, be visiting the Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray on a pre-draft visit if he didn't have a sense that they were going to take him number one overall? Maybe that he was told they were planning on taking him number one overall, and he was simply there to try and get a contract done and to lock this thing in. Now, contracts are no longer anywhere near as difficult as they used to be. It'll be interesting if the agent accompanies Kyler Murray to the Washington Redskins. Maybe he's accompanying him because he wants to clear up any confusion. Um, Kyler Murray seems to be, again, uh, not great at these interviews. A little cavalier, not as... Uh, not as confident, not as bold as some people would like him to be. We remember what happened on the Dan Patrick show for whatever that's worth, which is absolutely zero. I can't believe how many people made a big deal out of that. Now, what is a big deal was Charlie Casserly's NFL Network report. I don't know what teams, as we discussed way back when, I don't know who told Charlie this. I don't know if it's true. I certainly don't believe Eric Burkhart completely, his agent, meaning Kyler Murray's agent. I certainly do not believe that. Some? Sure. All? No. No thanks. I do believe some of Charlie Casserly, if not a large part of Charlie Casserly's report, And I would worry about that, that when in private, not on the stupid Dan Patrick show, no offense to Dan Patrick, when in private meeting with teams that Kyler Murray conveyed some concerns or gave some concerns to teams that were worried about his cavalier attitude, his nonchalance, maybe his true decision and intentions to go solely with football, all of that. So maybe the agent is there to make sure that there's no confusion. As far as what I think it means for the Washington Redskins, I really don't think it means a whole lot, honestly. I think they're simply doing their due diligence and also trying to get fans a little bit excited. I'll believe more that it's doing their due diligence because you simply never, ever know. If the Arizona Cardinals hold on to Josh Rosen and bypass Kyler Murray and go defense with the first overall pick, right? Which is very possible. They could take Boza, whatever. What if you're the Washington Redskins and you're sitting there 
And you know the San Francisco 49ers at number two aren't going to take a quarterback because of Jimmy Garoppolo and Mullins. What if you're the Washington Redskins and at number three, the New York Jets, who moved up in the draft last year to take Sam Darnold with Indianapolis and surrendered a bunch of picks, clearly, I would think, are looking to move back down, maybe not to 15, who knows? But you have to do your due diligence because if that opportunity presents itself and if, say, the Giants don't trade up or another team then trades up to number three and leapfrogs all the other teams that they perceive to be legitimate challenges, you have to do your due diligence because the Redskins at that point might say, we're going to roll the dice and we're going to gamble. We love this kid. We think he's going to be a star. We know he's going to be marketable. We know he's going to excite the fan base. And I wouldn't be shocked at all from the business side if that's what they chose to do. Now, from a football side, I would be surprised. I would be surprised if the Redskins thought, hmm, you know what, the ammunition that it's going to take to make a deal is worth whatever we're going to have to pay. All the draft picks, we have nine, yes, but we went through this rodeo back in 2012, and it failed miserably. Is there any guarantee that it's going to work better this time? No, not at all. Is Kyler Murray a much better passer, pure passer, than Robert Griffin III? Yes. Is he as good of an athlete? Absolutely. Does he have the chiseled frame and a little bit more of the bulk that RG3 had? No. But are there a lot of similarities? Yes. He doesn't have the radiant personality that Griffin had. But he's got everything else, and he's a better passer. So if you're the Redskins, you might be saying, hmm, if somehow we can't get up to one with Arizona, but if somehow he's there at three, that might be really enticing to us. Now, maybe, again, I have no inside information on this. This is just me kind of thinking out loud with you. I think it's more just due diligence. I don't see the Redskins even trading up to three. I don't see them surrendering the assets to get up there. But it is possible. It, it, it might be the smallest of possibilities. It might be a five-ish percent chance. But I can't 100% rule it out. I don't think they should do that. I don't think they will do that. But can I say they won't do that? Hell no. And neither should you. Absolutely, they can do that. And they might be tempted to do it because what they really care about, despite what everybody there tells you, what they really care about is, yes, they care about winning. but They care about making money. And they want to win and make money. But when they're not winning or when they're average or they're mediocre and they see their stadium half empty... They're pissed off. And that's part of the reason why they fired Brian LaFamina and his crew last year was because they were winning and the stadium was half empty. Because they weren't selling in mass quantity to the secondary market, and then you see how that changed late in the year, especially for that Eagles finale. Now, again, the Eagles had something to play for. I got it. Short trip, all that. 
understand, understand, understand. But the point of the matter is that's what happens. The Redskins want those tickets sold, and they'd rather have the enemy in the building than nobody in those seats. Now, they'd rather it be 80,000 Redskins fans or 75,000 Redskins fans, but they're just that just doesn't exist at the cost and for the quality of football. The point of the matter is they are feeling a pressure, as they should, to revitalize the franchise once again, as they should, just like they did in 2012. As they shouldn't have, but as they did. And they risked it all to move up for Robert Griffin III, thinking they were right, thinking the marketing and the explosive arm strength and the explosive speed would carry them through. And they were almost right for a little while. And no, it wasn't just because he got injured. Was it a part of it? Absolutely. It wasn't just because Robert Griffin III got injured as to why he failed as a starting quarterback and a number two overall pick. All right, that's going to wrap up this very long opening segment. Just wanted to bring that to you. That's the big story. We have another quarterback visiting. We have other quarterbacks who did visit earlier this week at Redskins Park. That's next on the Locked On Redskins podcast, episode number 206. Thanks for being with us. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is episode number 206 of the Locked On Redskins Podcast. Hey, when you get in your car, make sure you tell your smart speaker device or any smart speaker device, hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, hey, whatever, play podcast Locked On Redskins. Again, when you get in your car or whatever smart speaker device, make sure you tell that smart speaker device's name. Hey, play podcast Locked On Redskins or any Locked On podcast podcast. There you go. Also, make sure you check out the new Himalaya podcasting app. It's available right now wherever you download your apps and your Google Play stores, your iTunes, wherever you might be. Go check them out. Himalaya the new podcasting app with personally curated playlists. Make sure you download the Locked on Redskins podcast at Himalaya, also on iTunes, Spotify, Megaphone, Player FM, and Google Play. All right, let's get to it. So Will Greer, who we've talked a lot about, the West Virginia quarterback, we profiled his numbers and statistical breakdown inside the numbers last week. We mentioned two weeks ago that Jay Gruden had sushi with Will Greer. Uh, after seeing Dwayne Haskins in Columbus uh, that day and then went to Greer's Pro Day. So certainly there is more than legitimate interest here in West Virginia's Will Greer. He is going to visit this Tuesday, April 17th, to Redskins Park, also reported by Jordan Schultz of Yahoo Sports, who also reported the other information about, um, about Kyler Murray. So there you have that. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. Again, the Redskins doing everything they can do diligence-wise. And again, I would look for a guy like Will Greer to be taken in the bottom part of the first round. 
Maybe the Redskins can trade up from 46 overall back into the first round to secure an extra year of control. Who knows? That's a much easier trade to make, even though you'd still be jumping 15, 16, 17 spots, whatever it might be, than trading from 15 to 1 or 15 to 3 because of the value of the pick, right? You might be jumping more spots, but you're not jumping to number one or number three. You're jumping to, say, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, whoever you choose to do a deal with. So, again, you might be jumping more spots, but you're going to pay less. All right, we'll leave that alone with that. Now, um, as far as other players, Dwayne Haskins, Ryan Finley of NC State, um, we're going to break him down. Uh, we don't have official dates and visits and all that. Again, the Redskins are meeting with all of these guys, so nothing should surprise you uh, at that point. We had the report about Iowa State's Hakeem Butler, the wide receiver. I don't see them going with a wide receiver at number 15 overall unless every quarterback that they like and every edge pass rusher that they like is off the board. I would still go corner, quite honestly, before I went wide receiver at 15 overall, but that's just me. I don't think any of these guys are like, oh, my gosh, I have to have one of them. I think A.J. Brown's the best out of the group, but I don't know that for sure, and I don't know if he's worth a 15th overall pick. All right, so here's the other thing that we have to get to uh, that's kind of interesting. So Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, who I love uh, and who's one of the best NFL insiders, says you know, he's hearing that the Redskins are not really that much in pursuit of Josh Rosen, and that Arizona may not even trade him at all. Now, again, that could be a lot of posturing from both sides. It could be the Redskins not wanting to tip their hand after Chris Mortensen's report last week and other reports, J.P. Finley, so on and so forth, that all circled around and said, we are hot in pursuit of Josh Rosen. We are going after Josh Rosen. We are the leading contenders for Josh Rosen. And that was a couple of days after Joel Klatt of Fox Sports, and I think one other reporter had said, nope, the Redskins weren't involved. So the, the, the short end of this is I have no idea what the level of interest is from the Washington Redskins. From this standpoint, I, when I say I have no idea, it's because the interest level and because the parameters of discussion are so wide open that I have no doubt that the Redskins are interested in Josh Rosen. But interested could mean interested at their level, meaning we're not paying more than a second-round pick. We're not paying any more than a third-round pick this year, and maybe a conditional second, third-round pick next year. Whatever the terms, whatever the comfortability is from the Washington Redskins, I have no doubt that they're interested in Josh Rosen. I was told at the owners' meetings they conveyed that message to the Arizona Cardinals. We mentioned that last week. I have no doubt. But just because you're interested doesn't mean you're super interested, doesn't mean that you're Hot to try again, it doesn't mean that you're burning up the phones and, and that you're willing to do whatever it takes to make a deal. You could be interested. I'm interested in a lot of things. Doesn't mean I'm gonna run right out and do them. I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I don't have the resources, I don't have I don't feel comfortable about it, whatever the situation is. 
right? I think we're all smart enough as adults to understand this. So the bottom line is, is despite what I said about Garofalo, I love Garofalo. Despite what I said about Garofalo, I, 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 or d- despite Garofalo's report, I would still say that the Redskins are interested. I, I don't know that for absolute 100% sure at this point because the Cardinals may have said, look, we're not trading Josh Rosen unless you give us fill-in-the-blank, the number 15 overall pick. And if the Redskins said, we are not paying anything more than a second-round pick, well, then guess what? doesn't do you any good to have interest. You can maintain contact. You can see if something might change. But if I know that I can't afford a Lamborghini, what the hell am I going to have interest in a Lamborghini for? Makes no sense. Why would I? Why would you? Right? I think we're, again, all responsible and mature enough to understand that. So that's where we could be at in this particular situation. Now, as we mentioned last segment, and this was also part of Garofalo's report, you know, the, the Cardinals might not trade Josh Rosen. Again, as we've said a thousand times over the last month, they moved from 15 to 10 last year and surrendered a third and a fifth round pick as extra compensation to the Oakland Raiders for the right to choose Josh Rosen. They already screwed up the coaching staff hire of Steve Wilkes and paid a ton of money for that. How many more cards can you burn here? No pun intended. How many more huge decisions that are going to backfire on you are you going to get and change if you're Steve Kime and the Arizona Cardinals? You already fired the head coach because that was a disastrous hire in many people's eyes and I guess in yours. You already fired the head coach that you hired a year ago. So now we're going to trade the quarterback that we traded up for in the first round and, and selected with the number 10 or over. I mean, again, not saying it can't happen, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and it never has. It never has. It would be a huge, huge admission of failure. Or it should tell you, my goodness, there is something really to be concerned about when it comes to Josh Rosen. Either way, I'd be nervous if I was the Redskins from that regard that they're not seeing something and the Cardinals are, and the Cardinals are going to play poker. They're going to tell you, oh, no, kid works hard. Kid practices hard. Uh, you don't know that until you get him in the building. I mean, you could talk to, you know, every college coach till kingdom come. Guess what? Every college coach that you can talk to can shed some light. But in no way, shape, or form do they know how Josh Rosen practiced last year, how he studied last year, how he conducted himself in meetings last year. Why? As a professional with lots of money. When you don't have the pre-draft process. You see what I'm saying? The Redskins have no idea what he's like behind the scenes as a professional. They do from his college days at UCLA. Good. Congratulations. That only tells you part of the story. If the Cardinals get rid of Josh Rosen, most people 
are going to boil it down to simple as he wasn't a fit in their system. They hired a new head coach. That new head coach wanted his own quarterback. He's been infatuated with Kyler Murray. And that is the easiest way to boil it down. To me, it's a huge admission of failure on the Arizona Cardinals' behalf. And it would make me very, very, very nervous and worrisome that a somewhat dysfunctional front office is trying to pass off their discarded trash to a highly dysfunctional front office in the Washington Redskins. All right, we'll come back and wrap it up with a quick look at Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley, the NC State quarterback, will do that next on the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 206. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is episode number 206 of the Locked On Redskins Podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. Again, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter, at Locked on NFL Net. So we just have a couple of minutes here. One thing I wanted to add to kind of counter the Garofolo report, which came out on Tuesday, um, is Monday in Football Morning in America, Peter King said that the Redskins were his favorite in the clubhouse to land Josh Rosen. Again, there are reports everywhere. Nobody exactly knows what's going to happen. And again, level of interest and no level of interest can be defined as we're only paying this amount. We're only comfortable paying this amount. And if you're not comfortable or willing to accept that and you've told us no, then yeah, we have no interest. We have no legitimate interest. We have interest. We have interest in a lot of things. We have no legitimate interest. All right, Ryan Finley, the quarterback from North Carolina State. The more I take a look at him, the more I like him. I don't. I didn't know that much about him. I don't watch a lot of NC State football, quite honestly. 64208. Uh, he started at Boise State, wound up as a graduate transfer at NC State. So he's got tons of experience. 42 college starts and 47 games played. His completion percentage has gone from, in the last three years, 60.3% to 64.9%, to 67.4%, so clearly better with experience. His yards per attempt went from 7.6 to 7.3, up to 8.1 last year, so that's a good jump, right? According to Pro Football Focus's pro, uh, college draft guide, Last year, he had 506 dropbacks, 484 passing attempts, 326 completions, 3,924 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 8.11 yards per attempt, and an average depth of target of 10.24. Average depth of target would be north of the line of scrimmage where his target is in terms of from the line of scrimmage uh, when you hear 10.24, the average depth of his target is 10 yards and a quarter. Under pressure, he had 114 dropbacks, 44 completions, 98, uh, 98 attempts, I should say, 
four touchdowns and four interceptions and a 6.27 yards per attempt rate for a completion percentage of 44.9 and a passer rating of 62.2. Again, those numbers under pressure for Ryan Finley of NC State. Deep passing, 31 of 71. Good for 1,009 yards, so that's positive. Six touchdowns, four interceptions, a 43.6% completion rate, a 95.2 passer rating on deep passing. Uh, his 2018 PFF grade, an 89.2 out of 100. His adjusted completion percentage, 74.6%, which was 10th. Adjusted com uh, completion percentage under pressure, 57%, which was 23rd. Adjusted completion percentage versus the Blitz, 72.5%, 11th. So that's good. Deep passing adjusted completion percentage, 49.3. Uh, that was... 11th as well, his average depth of target, again, as we mentioned, 10.3, uh, which was 22nd in the country. SIS, uh, Info Solutions, had his average throw depth, which is a uh, different metric than an average depth of target, but again, it provides a little more context at 9.4. Against man coverage, he was 123.9 versus zone, 89.9 in terms of passer rating in 2018. He's got a three-year history, according to SIS, of being much better against man coverage than zone and a 93.4 deep throw rating, 77.4 uh, under pressure, 111.7 with pressure. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Again, Ryan Finley, certainly um, a possibility for the Washington Redskins, no doubt. More information on that next time, and more information and inside the numbers on Brett Rippin. Yeah, you remember that last name, don't you? That's next time. Episode number 207 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. This is episode number 206. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for downloading us. Thanks for being patient. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.